Evelyn. The videos were plastered all over the place. Videos of hundreds of people who parked their cars and ran into the compound entrance. People of all races were scrambling, trying to get into the fenced compound. There was mass hysteria among them. Security guards had to turn the rowdy crowd away. The compound was already filled to its legal limit. My eyes were elsewhere. My heart was beating fast and with fury. We were supposed to have been watching those videos in our bedroom. Instead of us taking notes on the events outside our door, we are making love in the middle of the day. You are my dark chocolate. Your voluptuous body sets me on fire. I cannot resist you when I'm in that state of mind, Braxton breathlessly whispered in my ear as he pinned me down on our bed. We had been hiding from the humans who wanted to destroy us. He was a reptilian hybrid. We hid in the desert inside a cave compound built by his granddad. For our protection, we create a network of followers. Our followers will fight to their death for our safety. Evelyn, I love you, he whispered. Braxton opened my blouses and fondled my breasts. His thick, bident tongue curled itself around my nipples. The excitement of it made my breath hasten, but I had to keep my mind focused. He rammed his thick lips onto mine. Your coffee nipples taste so delicious, he said heavily. I shall feast on them before our guests arrive. He returned to the business of pleasuring my breasts as his thick, hairy fingers played with the moist lips between my legs. His fingers slipped deeper inside me, slowly and rhythmically. I reciprocated by caressing his penis. I then grabbed it vigorously. His penis wasn't like that most human men I had been with. He had a purple, pointy head, and he rarely used it for intercourse. It wasn't because he didn't want to impregnate me, but he was worried about impaling my insides and causing internal bleeding. Maybe this is why hybrids can't reproduce. Dr. Fernandez gave me an ointment to lubricate my vagina as a protection against any infections that might result from reptilian intercourse. I have yet to use it, but Dr. Fernandez told me it would be suicide if I didn't. His penis got thicker as I jerked it hard and fast as I could. His hairy body became drenched in sweat. His sweat was milky and thick. When this happened, I knew he was about to ejaculate, but he had always held back until I reached my orgasm. He always wanted us both to enjoy our body's pleasures together. This is his Achilles heel. His body rapidly vibrated as mine went into spasms. His penis became super stiff as it released this thick, creamy substance. Braxton actually lost consciousness for a brief second. That was his vulnerability. That was when an enemy could have struck him dead. The alarm went off at the same time we both climaxed. Our guests had arrived. We entered the auditorium. I stood in the wings while Braxton approached the podium and addressed our followers. After a brief greeting, doctors and nurses who entered were going to help Lucrezia, a crippled woman from the East Coast. They led her to a chair center stage. She was in her 40s with a face sketched in pain and misery. She wore a hospital gown. Braxton was barefoot when we walked over to Lucrezia. The doctors and nurses moved off the stage and took their seats among military and scientists. There was a spotlight on Braxton, and in the shadows behind him was a portable x-ray table. He bent down to whisper in Lucrezia's ear in English, Lucrezia, my name is Braxton. I'm going to cure you of your pain. He then spoke to the crowded auditorium in German. You all know Lucrezia. She's the woman you all examine and proclaim that her medical situation is irreversible. You claim the blindness in her left eye could never be restored because of the deceased iris. I will now restore her to human perfection, and each and every one of you may re-examine her, so that you may come to your own conclusions. Braxton placed his hands on her crippled leg. Again, he spoke in German. I'm using my ability to generate a high electromagnetism frequency to heal her leg and eyes. However, if her genes and or her DNA are presupposed to this condition, my healing won't be permanent. 
The creature began to squirm and scream out. Your hands are too hot. Braxton focused his gaze on her legs. She fainted from the exhaustion. He addressed the audience in German. Come and examine her. Come and see for yourself. We were relaxing in the conference room and watching video streams of all the natural disasters that were happening on Earth. There were videos of looting and shooting of people in a big city. A video of a field of dead people sprawled out and covered with white sheets as people in white hazard suits and oxygen masks prepared them for cremation. A video of ships rescuing survivors from coastlines that had been ravaged by tidal waves. People were sending videos to the news stations of flooded city streets with dead bodies scattered throughout and the military rescuing people who survived. The mainstream media recorded a mass radioactive cloud that moved across the landscape. Most people who saw it ran inside their houses. The one video flashed onto the screen that interested Braxton and me was a video of massive traffic jams of people heading our way to be protected from all the mayhem. Our hologram intercom chimed. Braxton's grandfather hologram appeared in the middle of the room. Hello there, the hologram stated. Great hologram reception we got here on Earth. How's it there up on the moon, asked Braxton. Bleak as usual. But I see your friend Evelyn is looking good as usual. Hello, granddad, Braxton greeted. So Braxton, when are you going to marry this lovely lady? I didn't think you thought me worthy of marrying your grandson, I said. But it's not what I think. It's what my grandson wants. And just, you remember that, I replied to Braxton's grandfather with venom. I kissed him and left the room. I immediately went into the next room. I took out the special sunglasses hidden in a safe in the wall. The sunglasses were given to me by Dr. Fernandez. It translated reptilian into English and scrambled by brainwaves from them being scanned. I wore the sunglasses and placed hearing aid plugs in my ears. The conference room was bugged, and the hearing aid was on the same frequency. They were speaking in reptilian. Now let's get down to business. I've ordered the elimination of all essential humans. Those that are high-profile medical people, scientists, and technical personnel known to have IQs of 130 or higher. A lot of them are going to run to your safe haven. I need you to put them all to death. And how am I supposed to do that without the humans getting suspicious? Give them the virus. They will become sick with incurable cancers and die. What virus is this? It's in your blood, Granddad laughed. Granddaddy, I just got the sharp, warm stab in my heart. Every time I get that feeling, I think it's my father trying to contact me. Yes, I know. But you told me he died. Did I? I don't remember. You must have gotten it wrong, Braxton. I meant your father's father died. I had spawned one offspring who had escaped the humans into the human population and impregnated two females. When the humans detected him, they murdered him to spite me. Your father is alive and well here on the moon base. It's not like you, old man, to be mistaking things. Am I sensing dementia? Do not speak to me like that ever, Braxton. The long silence was a signal for me that Braxton's grandfather had disconnected. I returned the spy sunglasses. I entered the conference room and found Braxton studying the video streaming. Always right on time. I think you can read minds. No, your granddad always likes to talk to you at a set time. No more, no less. Yes, he fears of the humans honing in on his whereabouts. Why do you dislike him? He's evil. Braxton spoke to me in reptilian. More evil than you? You know I don't speak that language. What did you say? Something sexy, I'm sure. He held me by my waist and pressed his body against mine. His huge erection was pulsating against me. His biting tongue invaded my mouth. One of our followers entered the room. Excuse me, they're waiting. Braxton used his healing power again. Our followers came from all over the planet. I watched his performance from the conference room. We videotaped every healing and streamed them on the World Wide Web. 
I was accompanied by an American Navy lieutenant. He was astounded by Braxton's ability. He's one of them, he asked. No, he's one of us, made into one of them, I replied. Stardate 2040.305, the battle for planet Earth began. <laughs>